0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Moyes Health Podcast. I hope you are keeping well and all is well in your world. In the next 20 minutes or so, I'm going to do my very best to motivate, inspire and educate, of course, to ensure that this crazy world of fitness, fat loss and all that jazz is a little bit more palatable, a little bit more navigatable. And of course, to ensure that you we know, you keep you company in whatever it is you're doing be that the commute to work, the walk you're on, your gym session, your home training program, or hell, maybe you're just laying on the fucking sofa and you've got nothing better to do than listen to little old me. But either way, a massive thank you for joining me, and I hope in the next 20 minutes or so, we can do exactly as prescribed. And today, we are digging into problem solving. The problem isn't that we have problems, the problem is that we think that we're not supposed to. We apply this to life, but we also apply it more so when we are on a transformation journey or a diet or a program. We see the shiny kind of template laid out in front of us, we see this pathway, we're motivated, we're inspired, and we don't think there's gonna be problems. We're very optimistic, which isn't always a bad thing, but the problem is exactly that, that there are going to be problems. There are going to be trials, tribulations, because you're not doing this in a vacuum. Life continues, the world continues, and all of the stresses, all of the environment, all of the contributors to the person that got to the point where they needed to begin making changes in their life, all of those things are still there. This is also one of the reasons why people are incredibly successful when they go away to these fat loss camps because they are dieting within a bubble. But then the moment the bubble bursts and they're back in reality again, what ends up happening is they just revert to type because they've not learned to navigate life. They've not learned to navigate the situation which they are in. They've purely learned to focus solely on calories they're consuming, food they're eating, movement and exercise that they're doing. They haven't had to juggle anything else. This is why I'm a big advocate for, I guess, you know, to use another saying, you guys know me, I love my sayings, but instead of waiting for the storm to pass, it's far better to learn to dance in the rain. When it comes to dieting, as I said, it's incredibly important that we don't do it in a vacuum because it's only and will only ever be successful within that vacuum. The moment you come out of it and you have to deal with the usual stresses, particularly all of the stuff that led you to that point, your results are gonna be undone. So you're better off stepping forwards into the program you're doing making the changes you're making you're far far better off making them in spite of what you've got going on in life instead of waiting for the storm to pass and this is ultimately where so many people tend to go wrong they think i'm just going to wait for the right time i'm just going to wait for this situation to change uh, I'm, the kids are off at the moment i'm just going to wait until they go back to school i've got a lot going on work is crazy i'm just going to pick it up then or i've got a holiday coming up i need to do it then Oh, I even had this conversation with someone a couple of days ago, where they were gonna sign up to a program at the beginning of the year, didn't, because they had a crazy work situation, so they said, no worries, I'll do the next season. Next season's just come around, sent her a message, you up for signing up? You ready? Uh, To which she said, oh, I've I've actually just looked at my diary, I've got a couple of holidays coming up. So basically, and then she then followed that up by going, oh, I'll do the next season. So ultimately, she sent me the initial message in December, And ultimately, if the stars align and she joins us on our next season of May by Boys, that will be May. Six months have passed since that initial, I want to make some changes. Imagine how far forward someone could be within six months. And now imagine the issues within those six months. Let's say she had a two week holiday and the other holiday was a week, okay? So there's three weeks. Let's say there's birthdays, etc., which are slightly more calorific. Let's call that, at worst, another week, okay? So we're sitting on four weeks at this point. The work craziness, ultimately, who's to say that's gonna subside? Not to mention it's likely to come around again. Work does go crazy from time to time. And so, ultimately, in a month, a six-month period that progress could have been made, the most disturbance there would have been is four weeks. Pretty crazy, huh? And that's the problem, that's the issue that so many people find themselves in without even realizing it. They enable their inactivity, they enable the problems of life to basically stop them from making changes, it just becomes another excuse. Norman Vincent Peale said it best when he said, the big question isn't whether you have problems, the all-important factor is your attitude toward the problems. How you think of the problem is far more important than the problem itself. In other words, if you see a problem, you will only ever see a problem. If you see an obstacle to be navigated, then you will see a solution it's ultimately a pessimistic mindset and going back to one of the very first podcasts i did i believe it's single digit podcasts i spoke about stress i think it's episode seven and i said about stress being something which is uh, self-initiated nobody makes us stressed we make ourselves stressed with our attitude towards problems a problem comes along regardless of what it is life health work whatever And it's our attitude towards it, our reaction to the problem, our panic, if you will, that causes us to be stressed. Nine times out of 10, it's a time management and it's a problem management thing. And I suppose this would be the perfect opportunity to input a lovely little clip from the film The Martian, which I've mentioned a few times on my social media, but it's a powerful part of that film. And I know I've mentioned it in previous podcasts, but I want to put it into this one now. At some point, everything's going to go south on you. Everything's going to go south, and you're going to say, this is it. This is how I end. Now, you can either accept that, or you can get to work. That's all it is. You just begin. You do the math. You solve one problem, and you solve the next one, and then the next. And if you solve enough problems, you get to come home. So that was Matt Damon speaking, playing the character Mark Watney uh, in a famous film and book called The Martian. Now, granted, it's science fiction. But I'm a big fan of that particular scene because it helps compartmentalize problems. It is a great framework for dealing with the stresses and the problems of life. And it's a framework that I've used many times. I know probably well I know pretty much in every single episode I've ever done of this podcast I've said my favorite saying and my mantra for life which is accept the things of which you cannot change have the courage to change the things you can and the wisdom to know the difference but I guess if there was a part 2 to that you know the, that initial part of accept the things you cannot change have the courage to change what you can if there was a second part to that it would be to just focus on one change at a time, focus on one problem at a time. And as you know, Matt playing Mark said there, you focus on one problem, you solve it, and then you move on to the next. And then you solve that and you move on to the next one. And if you solve enough problems, you get to come home. Now, replace come home with obviously achieve. But I guess what I'm alluding to is when it comes to what you are facing in life, it's the overwhelmment of how the fuck do I solve this and that mental panic that paralyzes us. Now we all need that moment, don't get me wrong. We all need a second to just catch our breath, to just have that emotional outburst. We are emotional beings after all and I'm no exception to that. And so that is needed, that release. But once that pressure has been released, it's then important to recognize the problem hasn't gone anywhere. It's still in front of you and you need to solve it. Otherwise, you don't get to come home. Life doesn't get better. And regardless of what you are facing, whether it is a grandiose problem, whether it is minute uh, or whatever relevance it has to you, to one person, it will be insignificant to you. It may be incredibly significant. That aspect doesn't matter, it's a relative. But what I'm saying is that that framework applies to everything. That framework would apply to a cancer patient going through rehabilitation. Focus on just one step at a time. Don't think too far ahead. Don't think about you know, remission or too far down the line as far as uh, weeks and treatments are concerned. Just take one day at a time. That could also apply to your fat loss situation, as per this podcast always leans towards. Instead of thinking about the ultimate, you know, I don't know, I've got five stone that I need to lose, don't think about five stone. Think about two pounds. Because If we don't start, if we don't get the wheels turning, then we will never see any progress. And ultimately, progress is simply made up of lots and lots of small actions repeated consistently. So stop focusing on the horizon. You'll never get any closer to it if you do that. Focus on the problem directly in front of you. Okay, Uh, my first day is tomorrow. What's the problem? Well, I'm consuming too many calories and I'm not burning enough. Okay, how can I increase how much I burn? How can I move more throughout the day? Bollocks to exercise, that comes later. How can I simply get off my ass more, be on my feet more? When it comes to my consumption, how can I reduce it? What are the quick and easy wins? Well, I'm having a takeaway multiple times a week. Okay, so let's, let's reduce that side of things. Let's have a look at my day. I'm having breakfast every morning. I'm actually hungry for it. No, okay, so I could probably skip breakfast or at least push that meal back a little bit. What about my food choices? Well, I'm choosing a lot of calorically dense stuff at the moment. Or, you know what, you may not even be aware of that. And therefore, it may very well be a case of build up a picture of what your actual nutritional and caloric intake looks like, i.e. start using an app such as MyFitnessPal or NutriCheck to track your nutritional intake. One problem at a time. If you continuously focus on, I wanna be thinner, I wanna be leaner, I want to lose my body fat. I want to see my genitals. I want to not wiggle as much. I want to fit into that dress. I want to look good in a bikini. If you just obsess over that, then you're never going to get any closer to it. But if you focus on all of the intricate moving parts that lead to that result, you will get to the result. And I have to remind my clients of this on a regular basis because sometimes they look up too much. They kind of look up from the page and they look at the grand scheme of things, which is important to do from time to time, don't get me wrong. Every now and then it's important to kind of just peer and kind of see how far you've come to reevaluate and to re-motivate. But at the end of the day, when it comes to things like weigh-ins and measurements and progress pictures, etc., they're not needed. Every single one of the people that I work with never need weigh-in. Never need do progress pictures. Never need do measurements. Because ultimately, if you are making the changes on a day-to-day basis, if you are enacting and embodying those changes as part of your life, the changes that reduce your caloric intake, that improve your nutritional health, that get you moving more, then the rest is gonna look after itself. You know the old saying, look after the pennies, the pounds look after themselves. It's the same thing with changes. Look after the changes you're making in your life and the rest will fall into place. But a lot of people tend to put the cart before the horse. They obsess so much over where they wanna be that they never actually get there. So it doesn't ultimately matter how long your journey is. It is as long as it needs to be. You only have control over that so much as how good your adherence is to a lower calorie approach because the bigger the deficit, the faster you lose. But ultimately, the journey is as long as it needs to be. You don't get to set that anymore. That opportunity to reduce the length of your journey, well, that ship sailed when you kept heading down the bad road. You didn't spot the bad habits, or a lot of the cases, more to the point, you didn't do anything about them. And it had to get to this precipice. It had to get to that epiphany moment maybe even now, maybe it hasn't even arrived for you yet, to go, I have had enough, and the pain of staying the same has become greater than the fear of change. So what are some solutions? What are some things that we can do when it comes to problem solving? Well, obviously, we've touched on quite a few. One of the biggest things as far as regaining control over your own mind, because I guess essentially that's what this is all about, you are facing problems your mind runs away with hypothetical circumstances and panic etc and it's impossible to think straight so the first thing we need to do is is calm our tits <laughs> the first thing we need to do is is regain control of our thoughts and our mind to put us into a productive proactive and rational mindset so how do we do that well i'm a big fan of the pen and a piece of paper. You write down the problem that you have. Write it down on the left hand side of the page, two columns, if you will, and this is the problem. Sometimes, simply by writing it down, by brain dumping it, seeing it in front of you, physically, in black and white, that can be enough to get it out of your head to then help you find what is the next phase, which is on the right hand side, in the right hand column, you write down potential solutions to that problem. Because a lot of the time problems have got multiple different solutions to them. It isn't always a one size fits one problem. It's many sizes, I don't know where the fuck I'm going with this, but my point is that there will be multiple solutions to your problem and it's up to you to see those choices, see those solutions in front of you, so that you can then make an informed decision a rational decision on which is the right path to go down. Now, obviously, when I'm talking about problem solving, I have to be vague, because Lord knows the problems of which you're facing. But by being vague and by, I guess, steering it, like I said, more towards my wheelhouse, which is fat loss, transformation, physical health, fitness, etc. It's important sometimes that we don't enable the category of the problem. To I guess explain that further, sometimes certain categories of problems become this kind of taboo where we accept that because it's in a certain category, nothing can be done. I guess to give you an example, I spoke earlier on about a, a cancer patient working their way through their treatment. but. In a broader scale, I guess that's, like I said, just one example, but sometimes there are a lot of things which are very sensitive subjects. I find this a lot, being a coach and helping people work their way through their problems comes up a lot as far as these taboo areas which are sensitive. That could be things like bereavement and the emotions that come with it. That can be divorce, separation. Uh, That can be kid-related. Uh, Of course it can be financial related as well. So there are certain categories of problems that we ourselves almost enable ourselves to not go into. We kind of pigeonhole them in a certain pocket of problems, a certain category, as I said, and we go, right, because it's in that category, it can't be solved, or there's not anything that can be done. And this is why taking a blanket approach to a problem is a problem, is the best attitude you can have. Regardless of what category that problem fits into, it is an obstacle. And I guess I often like to think of, um, of life as a bit like a river. And the problems that we face are rocks in the river, they are obstacles. But if you've ever seen a river, it keeps going. It finds a way around the obstacles. Only something like a dam completely stops it. And I'm not a believer in dams in life. You guys have listened to this podcast, you know some of the things that we've had to deal with and it's nothing in comparison to a lot of you guys and girls out there. But in our own world, it was relevant to us. And so it is incredibly important that we don't enable ourselves when it comes to these problems. A problem is a problem. So write it down. And write down potential solutions to that problem, potential things that can help you find your way out of it. It may not always be solution-problem or problem-solution is the correct way around. Sometimes there are multiple steps to that solution. Sometimes it's about just starting yourself on a pathway to solve the problem. Ultimately though, as I've always said, you only really have control over two things. One is your actions and the other is your thoughts. And unfortunately, what ends up happening is a lot of the time, people forget and refuse to believe that they have control over that second one. Actions, yes, that one creeps into the I couldn't control myself category from time to time, but let's be honest, we all can. But a lot of people don't temper their own thoughts, don't catch themselves within damaging mental situations and end up going down bad paths, making bad decisions, and ultimately have to then pay for them later. So my friend, listening to this podcast, and hopefully if you've made it 20 minutes in, there's been some useful information for you here. I've kept you interested long enough to help you solve the problems that you're facing. And as I said, I always try to keep it vague, although my wheelhouse is exactly as described it's translatable my job many many years ago transcended simply calories and exercise because what we learn and what we develop through our strength our discipline our resilience in the gym and with our own fat loss journeys can be translated and carried over to so many other areas of our lives So, a massive thank you for me for giving up some of your day to listen to what I had to say. I hope this podcast has resonated and I hope it is a useful tool to aid you or help somebody you know. If you know someone that's going through some problems, then what harm is 22 minutes of audio in their ears going to do? In fact, to be fair, let's face it, I know some of you listen to this on 1.5 or two times, so this could only be 10 minutes for you. But my point is that share it with someone that may need to hear it because sometimes we do need something like this podcast to interrupt our thoughts, to really help us recognize that we do have control and we are in the driving seat. And the only time we're not is ultimately when we choose not to be. So guys and girls, go forth. I will see you on the next one. As always, accept the things of which you cannot change. Have the courage to change the things you can and the wisdom to know the difference and then set to work one problem at a time. And if you solve enough problems, then you get to come back and listen to the next episode. (laughs) Toodles, folks. Toodles.